0: Episode 241 of the Throwdown Thursday podcast. I am your host, Patrick Rayhall, but you can call me Patsy the Angry Nerd. We are here in the uh, Pat Cave of Magenta Manor, broadcasting to you from uh, beyond the space-time continuum. Uh, And we are brought to you by the Dorkening Podcast Network, the ever-growing Dorkening Podcast Network. And uh, we are sponsored by the lovely folks at Deadly Grounds Coffee. Once you go deadly... You do not go back, unless you're talking about Uncle Deadly from The Muppets, and uh, that's a random thing that I would bring up for no apparent reason at all. Um, But yeah, we are here, and uh, by we, I'm not using the royal we, you know, the uh, sound that the queen makes when she goes down the slide. I am, of course, talking about my co-host on the show and my co-host in life. She is the Baroness of Bordeaux, the Countess of Cabernet, the Mistress of Merlot, the, the real housewife of Transylvania, the Michael Phelps of wine, the queen of the monsters, and an honorary Lizzie. She has more nicknames than Apollo Creed and Rocky IV. She is Ashes Von Nightmare.
1: You know, it's time to play the music.
0: You did it again while I was trying to drink my pink Moscato sangria. It's time to light the lights. It's
1: time to meet the Muppets.
0: While I go drink some wine.
1: And you proceed to drink more wine. This is quality, quality radio.
0: Yes, yes. Is that
1: like the the ASMR stuff, like when like people like eat not not mukbang but like when people eat and stuff like and, and record I do not it, want to hear anyone they... eating. No, no, no. But like they do the oh, um like the oh, really more
2: ravioli. Oh, so oh, they they oh.
1: talk in really soothing tones, and they make sure to enunciate and make it really close to the microphone so you can hear so them So it's like breathe. NPR,
0: like college NPR well, well, it's radio? Like,
1: it's like NPR, but like W6 more J7. bizarre, more bizarre NPR. Because like they'll sit there and, shit, I don't have nails on right now. I don't have but nails like, on
0: right now, but uh, I have wine. But
1: they'll sit there like, I'm about to drink some wine. Mm. This is the sound my wine glass makes when I bang on it with my inhaler. This is the sound. All right, my I'm already sick it. of it. Right? Like, so no,
0: like but, but, fuck that. People... I mean, if you guys enjoy it, good for you, but I am some not Some people a fan. have a thing for it. Like
1: I I'm not I'm not into it. It's not my thing. I think that this is sound it, of it's, it's almost like a um it, it's like those uh, those apps that you can get, where it's people with really soothing voices telling stories that are supposed to kind of help lull you into sleep, Even and now they play like I'm the just um... sitting
0: in a chair, sipping some tea.
1: Okay, a-, a little more melodic than than that.
2: Even now I'm just no, sitting not... <laughs> in a chair, sipping <laughs> some tea.
1: Were you Scott Stapp?
2: yeah Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, nothing, nothing soothing about that. Uh, but yeah, so it's kind of like those, you know, I'm gonna read you a bedtime story apps, but like on steroids. It's like it's it's. I'm crazy. gonna
2: read you a bedtime no. story.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Macho Man Randy Oh yeah, and then he
0: bit into a slam jam. He actually was drafted into Major League Baseball, and this is a one hundred percent true fact.
1: He has a baseball card.
0: Yes, well, though here is the thing: on the back of the card, they used to have like little things, little like tidbits about the player, fun
1: facts about like, the player. Oh,
0: you know, he hit three hundred and two in nineteen seventy four. You know, in one hundred and twelve games or something like that. But his was. Uh, he really improved his swing when he started dropping his elbow. And, of course, Macho Man Randy Savage, known for leaping off the top rope doing an elbow drop. So I thought that was hilarious and amazing. So uh, that's what uh, that's what uh, I uh, came up with. But uh, what are we talking about today?
1: Well, we're kind of continuing on this road of Muppet. Ness.
0: Yeah, we uh, took a, a, a left at the fork in the road.
1: No, we're kind of on this whole Muppet kick right now, so we decided that we were going to talk a little more Muppets. And today, I mean, seeing as last week we talked about Kermit the Frog, it, it's only fitting that we talk about his partner for the last...
0: 612 years.
1: Long time years. <laughs> Miss Piggy. Yes. Oh, uh, Kermit. Okay. Oh, Kirby.
0: Uh, that was terrible. That was
1: not a good Miss Piggy. Yeah,
0: well, I as soon as I did it I said it was terrible. I know that. Uh Miss Piggy uh, uh I was never attracted to her. So that's the thing. Like that's uh, never attracted because to Because you Miss were Piggy. supposed to be? Well, you know, I think that you know they dress her up to try to make her look all fabulous, but you know, it's that old lipstick on a pig thing. Like uh just never did it for me. Uh to be honest, I, I uh never really turned on by any of the Muppets. Well,
1: that's probably... I mean, you're not a plushie? No, what none if, of A furry? You're not a furry?
0: None of them did it for me. No. I mean, there's only like three girl Muppets. It's like uh, Scooter's sister. What is it? Scooper? Skeeter.
1: Skeeter. It was either, I think so.
0: I think it's Skeeter. Skeeter and Scooter. Skeeter. Uh, Ske- Skeeter kind of
1: fell off the face of the earth, though. Like, yeah, Like Scooter's I haven't still seen her a thing, but Scooper. Skeeter hasn't and, been a thing uh, for a while.
0: Who's the other girl? Janice. Like, that was it? They were like no other girl Muppets that I can think of off the top of my head.
1: Janice, the bass player.
0: Uh, Camilla, the chicken.
1: I mean, yes.
0: I mean, not attracted to her either. Just saying. Don't have a thing for chickens. Nope, nope, no. Nope. I wouldn't go to a bar and <laughs> a chicken. Like that's just not what what would happen. <laughs> I had to I had to work that. I need in there. to drink more or less. <laughs> I don't know. You no, know, it's funny because we're sitting here. And uh, we're getting ready to to record, and Ash is like, "Where's all the, where's all the wine? Like I thought we had six. I thought we had six bottles of wine. There's only two in here." I'm like, "Yeah, we drank four of them the other day." She's like, "Oh yeah, huh? All right." Anyways, uh, that was a
1: <laughs> great story.
0: So, what's our getting into character question?
1: So, well, well, actually, what is our getting into character question, Patsy? Well,
0: our getting into character question is we threw out is, two
1: of them, and I don't think we decided on. Well, we're about one. to si-
0: decide on one. Why don't live, we just throw out both of them? The air. All right, yeah. So, the first one that I came up with was, who are some uh, iconic duos? duos. That, you know, from your childhood. So that when you think of, if somebody mentions one, you automatically think of the can't other You can't
1: have one without the other. Right.
0: It's like peanut butter and tuna fish. Like, you have to have them both together. What? What's that look for? Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. I Spaghetti and like mayonnaise. Like, whatever. You ate
1: at as a kid. Not I'm much. Questioning a lot of your life choices right now.
0: Cheeseburgers and gasoline. Like, you know, they all they just go together really well. Um, you never had a glass of gas? Like, that's not uh...
1: I mean, I've had gas. <laughs> I know you had gas.
0: Uh, true story. A couple of weeks ago, I, I gave... I have gas right now. I, I gave Ashes a... Uh, a uh, <laughs> oh, God! Why an, are
1: you telling the story? An
0: asthma attack because I farted so just heinously. No, I was no, no, partially no, you awake, were, and I hear... You I hear... Oh, like, I knew I... I was like, oh, my stomach's not feeling that great, and I... <laughs> Let one go, and I was like, "All right, it's under the blankets, whatever." And all of a sudden, I hear, "Ugh," <laughs> and then she moved the blankets, which just released more. But then she goes, "Ugh," <laughs> and then all of a sudden, I hear like, "Ugh, uh, and then she has the, uh, she has to get her, her inhaler, and I'm sitting there trying to pretend that I'm sleeping. My whole body is shaking because I'm laughing. So goddamn hard.
1: It was not funny at 3 o'clock in the morning.
0: It was to me. It was
1: not funny. Oh
0: my god, I not died. Not funny. I
1: thought I was going to die.
0: The next morning, I went in and I was like, yeah, so sorry I gave you an asthma <laughs> attack. And she's like, you were awake.
3: I'm
1: like,
0: yeah. <laughs> oh. Why
1: do you hate me so much? <laughs> Why? You were cold. <laughs> I was
0: trying to warm you up.
1: Yeah, no. No, absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh. So anyways, back to the question. So famous duos. Famous duos. Because,
0: you know, you have Miss Piggy and Kermit. Like, you can't think of one without the other.
1: And even though they Although Kermit, split. if you think Kermit, you
0: might think Fozzie. But if you think Miss Piggy, you think Miss Piggy and Kermit.
1: Well, I mean, they're the Sonny and Cher of the Muppets.
0: They are. They are.
1: And, and that would be my first answer, Sonny and Cher.
0: Well, my first answer would be the tattoo that I have, Calvin and Hobbes. Like absolutely, like if somebody mentions Thomas Hobbes, I, you know, or or John Calvin, I think Calvin and Hobbes. Like I just, it's that's just uh, how it is for me, you know. Obviously, there are some iconic duos that you know, Batman and Robin, you know, like you said, Sonny and Cher, uh, Bert and Ernie. That's another one, and that's Muppet related. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't always necessarily have to be Muppet related, but you know, we're very interested to know. What duos you guys think of as well And the other question What was the other question I said
1: If you could befriend
0: Oh that was your question Any
1: of the Muppets Who would it be and why
0: Well first of all <clears throat> I would probably be friends with uh, To be honest Fozzie Because he has an amazing sense of humor I was going
1: to say You you are two peas on the same cob
0: Yes uh, he's absolutely like he's got the
1: puns the puns yes, alone the
0: jokes like we would we would stay up all night telling jokes and just laughing our asses off. It would be the best.
1: Yeah, you, you guys would think that you were hilarious. We are
0: like there's no reason not you to think. Think. That. That there's that no you reason not to because we are hilarious. And the it looks be, aren't everything. It would be the best. And we would just laugh nonstop all the time. And it would be the greatest thing and uh yeah we currently have the the Bruins game on oh he didn't score it went off that guy uh pasternak scored uh he's just back this is his this third This is game. not the sports it's show very though awesome. this is
1: Throwdown Thursday and we're I know, talking about muppets but i'm just saying
0: like it's on and like that's what we uh we've talked about i think david pasternak and brad marshand would be amazing muppets like that's where i'm bringing that like i think the two especially marshand if you had a marshand muppet like, I he I think he would fit in with all those guys, like his his face and his hair, like he he would be a good Muppet. I think. You don't think you don't think he would be a good Muppet?
1: I think well, well, I mean, if you're talking about hockey players being Muppets, I think Ovechkin is the most Muppet-like with his wacky hair and and, and facial Ovechkin, hair right now, Ovechkin and is missing sweetums. teeth.
0: Ovechkin sweetums. is Sweetums, <laughs> like that one tooth hanging out, and he's missing all his teeth. Like that's that's Ovechkin is Sweetums. That would be the Swedish chef.
1: Yeah, you said the chef.
0: I said Sweetums.
1: Sweet, oh Sweetums.
0: Holy shit. <laughs> We're not wearing headphones, and we're about 15 inches apart from each other. I can't
1: hear you.
0: Yes. Oh. I wasn't
1: paying. Maybe you need to
0: get new glasses exactly. so you can hear me better.
1: Sometimes when you talk, I just don't listen.
0: Uh, yeah, an omelet would be great right about now, but we're recording the show, so you know you don't need to make anything for dinner right this minute. Um, you can make your own damn food. I can. I can boil water. I can make ice. Um, have I just, fun
1: having an ice dinner.
0: I just need the recipe.
1: Yes, I'd like a nice dinner.
0: <laughs> yeah, I would like a nice dinner. <laughs> Hurry up. <laughs> um, Yeah, so who are, who would you want to be friends with other um, than Miss Piggy? Well, I mean, I think, okay, so
1: obviously Miss Piggy. I think Miss Piggy and I would have a fantastic chug time. Wine and we would be too... Peas on the same cob. Like we would just, you know, I, I, f- I feel like we're 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 soulmates. We're twin flames. Um, we both enjoy the finer things in life. We would have a lot of fun shoe shopping.
0: Yeah, you guys would and
1: jewelry shopping, be pounding mimosas, and then going and having a a three or four martini lunch
0: after you went to brunch.
1: After we went to brunch and had a three or four mimosa brunch, followed by. Oh, a, a, a wine snack. But, anyways, um, yeah. I mean, I, I feel like Miss Piggy is is the most obvious. But we're gonna talk about Miss Piggy in a little bit. Yeah. I would love to party with Animal.
0: Oh yeah. Well, he is a party. I wanna animal.
1: party with Animal? I feel like you cannot have a bad time when Animal's involved.
0: So if you're, all right, you're you're in a, uh, you're you're getting a new apartment. You're single. It's you, and three Muppets. Who are your three Muppets that are moving in?
1: Um, Oh, that's a really good question. Um, Well, so I would want roommates that were respectful. I would want roommates that knew how to have fun, but like, you know, also respect personal space and clean up after themselves and not be overly messy. So I would have to go with I mean, Miss Piggy because I feel like she would be a fantastic interior decorator.
0: But she wouldn't contribute to the chores.
1: And that's fine. That's fine. As long as you keep your own personal area. Well, I mean, she would probably come with her personal assistant, Maybe. Uncle Deadly. And she'd bring her dog, Fufu. Mm-hmm. And that would be fun. Um, Who else would... Uh, I want to. I'd probably have to go with um Moki from Fraggle Rock. Oh, Moby. Not Moby Moki. She's the one. She's the purple Mokey. one. Moki. Yeah. Well, she's she's the purple-ish one. She's more like a lavender.
3: She's purple with like Lilac mint with...
1: green hair, but she's very earthy. She's very down to earth. She's very no, she's a calm. fraggle.
0: Like, she's underground, and so. And
1: soothing. And she wants everyone to get along. Um, let's see. And then I need to pick one more fraggle. Sweetums. Well, Muppet. Not a fraggle. Not a fraggle. Muppet. Uh, sweetums.
0: See, he would just wreck well, the place. No,
1: he wouldn't, though. Mm. You want to know why? Because he could reach the tall things.
0: You would need someone for that.
1: I would need someone for that. And if I'm living with some Muppets, so I mean, Moki is pretty tall, but she's still For a still fraggle, a
0: she's tall. I mean, she's
1: tall for a fraggle, but she's still a Which Muppet. Which means she's and like
0: six inches tall.
1: Piggy is rather short. And
0: she wouldn't lift a finger to do anything.
1: And that's fine. So no, I isn't. feel like Sweetums could be like, like my own personal gopher.
0: Okay, so here's the right answer. You no, know, obviously I would live with Fozzie. It would be uh me, Fozzie, Gonzo, and Scooper. That would be uh that would be my guy. Spend the- your
1: weekends launching chickens out of the kitchen?
0: Yeah. The only other person that I would say uh like we we could have him come hang out with us, like he couldn't live there. Uh Chip from IT get us some like free cable and stuff. Cuz like we'd all be friends, but uh I don't think I'd want to live there with him. Um, but uh, but yeah, those are the uh, those are the, the the groupings that I would like. Because um, you know, Fozzie, you have you know the uh, the security of having a bear in your apartment.
1: He's not a vicious bear though, right? But he's people not, breaking he's not a in bear, don't know bear. that. But he's not like a. He wears a hat.
0: I know, but people breaking in wouldn't and realize it. If somebody broke in and they saw, they're like, gonna,
1: they're gonna walk. Well, it's not like Bobo, right? Bobo's but he was a like bear. yawning,
0: and he was like, yeah. you know, like.
1: But he's not like he's he's not. There's nothing like scary about him.
0: Right, but if you're encountering him in the dark and he's like kind of disoriented and he's yawning, that could be scary. it's a stuffed animal that might frighten you. Like,
1: who left their stuffed bear in the living room?
0: When, uh Gonzo, you see Gonzo, you're like, what the hell is that? It's like... Oh.
1: But again, like, there's nothing menacing he's about a Gonzo.
0: Right, but if it's something you've never seen before, it would freak you out.
1: Like, Sweetums is menacing. He's this giant furry thing. He's a schmonster.
0: Yeah, that's true. He's but, like, uh,
1: oh, I'm Sweetums.
0: But uh, he's, he's a nice guy. He's not scary.
1: He's scarier than Fozzie Bear. Eh. Waka you Waka. Know,
0: he Fozzie scared all those campers in that episode of the Muppets Office Muppet show that we saw. He scared all the campers, and he wasn't even like attempting to get like. And he had his hat, and it was broad daylight. So, just saying, like it could be, uh, you could have uh, your advantages. But that's TV.
1: We're talking about real life. Okay? Oh, my
0: my mistake. Well, you know this is a documentary, so and that is real life. So. So, all right. Uh, let us know uh, you at home, and uh, or on the road, or at work, or wherever you happen to be uh, listening to this. Uh, let us know some of your favorite Muppet roommates, and uh, maybe some of uh, the iconic duos, or like what Muppets you'd want to be friends with. Any one of those questions would work out. I feel like the mu- the friends and the roommates thing would probably kind of overlap a little bit.
1: I mean maybe. But there are I, I want to be roommates but I not friends. Be, well no, like I wanna be I wanna be friends with the animal, but I don't want to live with him.
0: Right. Well I'm just saying I, that's why I said the other way He'd around. You'd be
1: playing drums at like three o'clock in the morning.
0: Yeah, but you'd have Donna da- But then you'd have Dave drums! You'd have Dave Grohl come over and try to try to challenge him. And
1: Dave Grohl can so, come over anytime he wants. Yeah. This is an open invitation to you, Mr. Dave Grohl, probably the coolest person on the planet. Absolutely. Why wouldn't Dave Grohl be listening? We should
0: try and get Dave Grohl on the show.
1: We should absolutely get Dave Grohl on the show.
0: We're going to work on that. Dave Grohl next week on Call Throwdown me. Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> that would be pretty great. But uh no, we're going to be uh we're going to uh take a quick break. Uh you guys think about the Muppets that you uh want to hang out and or live with and uh you know we'll be uh we'll be right back
2: deadly grounds coffee knows how important your coffee is to you every batch is roasted to perfection with a unique special method that brings out the richest deepest smoothest flavor you'll ever find we're coffee freaks too and deadly serious about our brew just one sip and you'll know why we say Once you go deadly, you don't go back. It's truly coffee to die for. So when you're ready to get a little deadly, get online and order yours at getdeadly.com. It's coffee so good, it's scary.
3: Uh, do you want to see me, Miss Piggy? Oh, yes, come come in. Oh, can we? Yes, I Piggy? I have something very important to tell you. Uh, uh, yes, Piggy? There's something you could do that would make moi very, very happy. Well, well tell me what it is. You know what it is. I... I do? Oh, of course you do! You must! Oh, Piggy, are, are you trying to say... Yes! Kermit! My dressing room sink is stopped up again!
0: <laughs> and we are back, and so that clip clearly uh, signifies the relationship that uh, Miss Piggy and Kermit kind of have together... Um, Which I think is what led to their eventual breakup. But yes, today we are talking about one of the most iconic Muppets of all time, Miss Piggy, uh, who was first voiced by the supremely talented Frank Oz.
1: And he voiced her for a while.
0: Yeah. And uh, if you're unfamiliar with Frank Oz, I guarantee you you're not. Uh, Grover, Yoda, Animal. uh, He did a ton of voices. Um. He's a very talented voice actor, and he also, in two different films, played a uh, corrections officer who was in charge of taking people's, uh, not taking, either receiving in or signing out people's property uh, as they enter or leave prison, uh, entering prison in uh, trading places and leaving prison in uh, in, uh, The Blues Brothers. And it's funny because, you know, we talk a lot about voice actors on this show, and, you know, Animal and Yoda and Grover, like, they have very—and Cookie Monster, they have very similar voices. But then you get to Miss Piggy, where it's this, like, high, high-pitched, less growly like it's the most unique of all his voices, I would yeah,
1: say. Yeah, so like all of his other voices kind of have this like throatiness to to it. Like, ha! Uh, yeah, yeah. Like you can definitely, you know. Uh, whereas Miss Piggy, it's it's lighter. Yeah, she's like, oh, look at me, i Miss Piggy.
0: Like, not like that exactly, but...
1: It's almost like he's able to move his voice from his throat to where he does most of his voices up to, like... like his nose. Yeah, his I was say, to, like, his nasal cavity. Mm-hmm. You know, Miss Piggy definitely has that nasal nest to her voice, especially when she whines.
0: And it's, it's nuts to think about. Like, I know we're talking about Miss Piggy, but, like, you can't talk about her without talking about the voice actor. Um how like i said like how unique and how different her voice is compared to some of these other characters that he's voiced and you can hear it a little bit when you know she'll do her like karate like you you hear that uh that like you called it the throatiness like you hear that um that almost guttural gritty voice
1: and frank oz voiced her up until 2002 And that is when Eric Jacobson took over and it's a similar thing to what we talked about last week with Kermit the Frog the different actors who have voiced Kermit it's like this you know a voice actor doing an imitation of Frank Oz's Miss Piggy
0: right and you know when we were just watching, uh, we watched the uh, the Muppets twenty twenty series that they did. It was supposed to be like a web series, and then we've been watching the series that's kind of like the behind the scenes, like almost like a parody of The Office. Um, even to, down to the fact that it says the Muppets in the same font as like the Office font uh, that they used. Mm-hmm. Um, the voice, like you know, you could listen to it and like well, you know, Frank Oz is getting old. Like, he's got to be in his 70s at this point. Um, Or you could look at it as, okay, maybe they replaced it, but it's still close enough. Like, all the voices are very, very well done, even though it's a new generation of voice talent. um, The voices are very close, and I think that um, is a testament to the, the voice actors themselves, you know, knowing that, like, okay, you know, we're covering for these... Iconic characters who don't age, we have to make them sound like they don't age. And I think they do a phenomenal job. And uh, I don't know if you have it in your notes, but I'm very curious to know how closely they worked with uh, their predecessors when it came to, um, you know, cultivating these voices.
1: So, <clears throat> Eric Jacobson, who took over the voice of Miss Piggy in 2002. Started working with the Muppets in 1992 as an intern for the Jim Henson Company, dubbing tapes from the archival library. So he got his starting, you know doing all of these voiceovers. So these archival tapes, you know, they get damaged over time. The sound quality isn't as great as it used to be, you know, and obviously with modern technology, we're able to preserve things better than we used to. Um, Excuse me. So, so he got his start mimicking other characters' voices. So by 19, Oh, excuse me. Uh. By 1994, he started to work as a puppeteer on Sesame Street and rose to the ranks of of Sesame Street puppeteers. In order to keep the characters of Frank Oz, who was focusing more on directing and other pursuits, alive and visible, Jacobson was selected due to his strong puppeteer talent and very similar vocal range. Jacobson has worked on projects starring the classic Muppet Show and Sesame Street characters, and on *Bear in the Big Blue House*. Yeah, I'm not that was such a really with good animal. show.
3: I'm not I liked *Bear in the*. But
1: my sister grew up watching. It was a uh, Nick Jr. show. My sister used to watch that. That was a really good show. If you watched *Bear in the Big Blue House*, you know, let me know.
0: Oh, that was that was. Good. I just had to double check, but uh, he's also um, he's he's also. Uh, Fozzie. I was going to say, in
1: 1997, he started performing Burt on a semi-regular basis, and the next year he added Grover to his list. So he pretty much took over a lot of uh, Frank Oz's characters.
0: And I just learned something. I just just learned something, and I didn't know this, because I was just looking up uh, Frank Oz. Uh, Richard Hunt, who played Scooter, Janice, and Sweetums, uh, was also featured prominently in uh, Trading Places. He was the uh, stockbroker that got sent in at the very end by the Dukes, and he died in 1992, so all his voices, again, like those voices all sound the same. Very interesting. I did not know that.
1: So, Miss Piggy debuted in 19... Well, actually, no. I believe she debuted in 1974. But in 1976, she started out in the chorus of The Muppet Show. Thanks to her charisma and a correspondence course in karate... Piggy uh, Piggy made her presence known and soon became the lead Chanteuse and Femme Fatale on the show. So Miss Piggy, when she first started out, um, she was from modest beginnings, but don't ask her to talk about that because she won't. And uh, she first broke into show business by winning the Miss Bogan County Beauty Contest, a victory which also marked her first meeting with the frog of her life. Yes. So... She started out small, and I think that's kind of uh, the story with a lot of these Muppets. They start out small, almost like one-off characters, because the Muppets, like they make Muppets for everything. There are Muppets that you see that that are their sole purpose is to just kind of take up space in the background to kind of add to the ambiance of the show, you know. So everything, like on the Muppet Show, was Muppets. Yeah, you'll ex- see except for walking like around the,
0: in the background, and... you know,
1: ex- except for the Guests. actors, like the guest actors who were there. You know, everything else was a Muppet. They had Muppets for everything. So Miss Piggy started out as this kind of like backup player, but there's something about the character that uh, people were drawn to and they decided to use her more, ultimately becoming, you know, the Miss Piggy that we see today. And she has gone through, you know, a little bit of a character evolution, Um, you know, style-wise, she's been updated as far as her, you know, her hair and her makeup and, you know, her, her clothing, her ensembles and everything else. Um, but even character-wise, she's gone through a little bit of an evolution. Like, you know, in the 70s and 80s, she was this, this, this feminist icon. Mm-hmm. You know, people would talk about Gloria Steinem and Miss Piggy in the same sentence, which is weird to think about. But, you know, if you really dissect her character, it makes sense
0: yeah and I uh, you know based on what we've been seeing recently, I would say uh, especially over like the last 20 25 years, the character of Jennifer Lopez is based heavily on uh, the character of Miss Piggy because uh, you know coming up from small beginnings but becoming this insufferable Did you just Diva
1: Say the character of Jennifer Lopez
0: <laughs> Yes, because there's no way that could be a real human that acts that way uh, the insufferable. Uh, I'm sorry. Diva do you attitude. do you
1: know Jennifer Lopez personally?
0: No, I just see what I. I can only go by her public persona.
1: I mean, if anything, it's Mariah Carey. Well, not Jennifer Lopez. Jennifer to Lopez collects
0: engagement rings like she's okay. Thanos well, that is none of Stones. your
1: business. Well,
0: I'm just saying, you know, like that's. I see a lot of Miss Piggy in uh, in in her character, and
1: you can stop with that assessment. Because that this is a, a muppet, a fake character, and a real person, Damn. and there it, it, we we do not shame on this show, so I'm you not can shaming. stop. Well, no, no, you diva-ish. but you are
0: very diva,
1: and there is nothing wrong with being a diva. When it, there uh, is nothing wrong with knowing your worth and demanding respect,
0: not at the expense of disrespecting other people which is what Piggy does a lot. Um, but but she she really doesn't though. No, she does. She uh you look at her especially in like this newer series since she and Kermit have broken up, she has become uh just not a good person. When she was with Kermit, at least she had some you know, little bit of of uh, She's humility.
1: She's just over dramatic, that's all.
0: She's She's mean to people for the sake of being mean to people. Like, we watched her in that one episode absolutely destroy the entire office and then demand somebody else clean it. We watched her, you know, do stuff like that all the time. She has more of an attachment to her wardrobe than she does to her coworkers. Like, she doesn't even remember Fozzie's name that is unacceptable you've been working with the guy for 60 years you got to know who he is
1: she knows fozzy's name
0: then it's even worse that she's like oh who the guy with the hat that's just
1: the persona that she was portraying for that specific show
0: that's mean and unacceptable like you have to be if you're a muppet you have to have certain set unless you're you're literally Big mean Carl and like that's your whole shtick is that you're big and mean. Like I liked Miss Piggy way more when she was like, oh, yeah, you know, I know, you know, like you were saying, know your worth and and, and go for it. Because she wasn't like overly disrespectful to people. Like that's what I don't like. Um, I prefer, you know, even she's mean to... Uh, to Kermit although she does have a couple of uh really like i don't want to call it bitchy cuz it's not bitchy but like really like snarky like sharp moments with him like oh yeah let me help you uh, get a get a birthday gift for your new girlfriend who is also a pig but i'm also going to eat lobster and caviar for lunch and charge you for it and the, uh, I'm gonna get like this really nice thing, you know, like nice like jewelry box with the charms and everything that's in it. But when it opens up, it plays like their song instead of like her and Kermit's song instead of Kermit and his new girlfriend's song. Well, you
1: know what? Kermit deserves that, okay? Because you don't send your ex girlfriend no, out you don't. to get a gift for your new and girlfriend. And she
0: took full advantage of that. And I thought that was a, a good power play by Piggy right there. That wasn't a disrespectful thing. That was a you-need-to-learn-your-place, and she took full advantage of that situation. I just don't like when she's disrespectful and mean to people for the sake of being mean, just to make herself feel better, and she does that a lot.
1: Well, I think it's also, you know, she does have... Insecurity issues, and if you Absolutely. think about it, so here's the thing: that you're you're focusing on her behavior, her personality, in just this one series, this one series, you know, the Muppets. No, no, that no. Excuse me, I am talking. You can you can listen. I just listened to you talk. Now you can listen to me.
0: All right, I I'll listen, but I have a rebuttal. I'm
1: just saying I have a rebuttal. Go ahead. So you are focusing on her personality in this one series. This one series spanning, you know, several episodes. Stop bobbling your head.
0: I'm not focusing on this one series. Just, just. But go ahead.
1: Listen. You are focusing on this one series. Well, no, I'm not
0: focusing on this series. A few
1: episodes and only one season. This is her coming to terms and having to deal with life without Kermit. She is insecure. She's going through a bad breakup and she's having to see her ex boyfriend, who works for her with her, you know, be in this relationship with somebody else while she's alone. She has her dog, Foo Foo, a fabulous closet. Full of, 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 of amazing, amazing, amazing clothes. And Uncle Deadly, her personal assistant.
0: Who is trying to be her friend, but she's ignoring him. And I'm not focusing on one series. I'm focusing on two different series. In the web series one.
1: Again, post breakup. Right. It's still she's still big, working with her
0: ex. But she's still trying to adjust to life. She has her show. And what does she do? She has two segments on that show The Lifestyle
1: lifestyle
0: <laughs> and uh she has like the little chat session that she does every week where it's like two random people who don't speak and Linda, and Linda Cardellini. Cardellini specifically so she can have a conversation with Linda Cardellini every week
1: I would love to have an excuse to have a conversation with right, Linda Cardellini but would you want to have a
0: conversation with Linda Cardellini and like Two, like, random people who aren't going to contribute <laughs> to the conversation or three people who are going to contribute to the conversation.
1: I want to have a conversation with Linda Cardellini.
0: And so if you had, like, you know, let's see, who else was on that show? RuPaul. You wouldn't want RuPaul on that show with Ooh, you?
1: RuPaul was not in that segment.
0: Right. But she could have been. Aubrey Plaza. You wouldn't want to have a conversation Aubrey with Aubrey. Plaza
1: was not in that segment.
0: But could have been.
1: Really, though? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Because they were in other segments.
0: Right. But so was Piggy, and Piggy could have been like, "Hey, since this went well, why don't you come on my podcast and let's talk to all three of you?" But she, she didn't. She just wanted to talk to Linda Cardellini, and then she didn't let anybody else try to talk to Linda Cardellini. Except who was who was who was with her? Oh, Miss uh, not Miss Poogie. Who was the uh, the other one that was with her at the end, the last episode with Linda Cardellini? And Linda was talking with her over and over. Was it like Camilla the chicken? It was like somebody random. And they're like, oh yeah, we're friends going way back and like this is such a great time, we're chatting and talking about this and Piggy was getting pissed. So I'm talking about her behavior over two series, the web series and then when she got her own show and she sabotaged her relationship with Josh Groban over it.
1: In her defense
2: Josh Josh Groban.
1: Groban was portrayed as being kind of needy.
0: He's Groban. He's Josh Groban and he's Groban.
1: I mean like I bet in real life Josh Groban is a is a nice, fine, young, modern gentleman.
0: Don't lie to me, boy.
1: But in this series he was portrayed as
0: He is fucking other. funny. He is funny. That dude is funny. Like I loved him on The Office and I loved him in this. Um yeah, and then Carmit needed him out of the picture because he was affecting Piggy. And so he's like, yeah, so, you know, since you guys are, uh, you know, show you how much you don't, you know, you're a strong, independent woman, but you're not afraid to have a man be a part of your life and do everything for you. So it's the Josh Grobin and Piggy show. And she's like, yeah, it's not working out, Josh,
1: <laughs> because she is a
0: strong, independent woman who doesn't need no man. But it had to be pointed out to her in a manner that affected her ego because she was blinded to it and it was very unfortunate but uh, you know that's what happened and uh, it's okay it's okay everything worked out in the end and now everybody uh, is kind of back in their spot although I think you know we haven't watched the entire series but there's some there's some stuff going on between Kermit and Piggy like we may see we see some stuff happen In what series? The one that we've been watching.
1: That one came out before the Muppets Now. No, Muppets Now came out a while ago. Muppets Now came out in this year. It's
0: Muppet Snow.
1: Muppet Snow came out in 2020.
0: Which isn't this year anymore, although it fucking it's feels in, well, like d- it.
1: What is time anymore? Yeah. The Muppets came uh, out in like 2015, sort of 2016.
0: Runic rhyme. I still think we might see something.
1: We're not going to see anything. I don't know. No, I'm telling you right now. We're I'm not going to see anything. It.
0: I'm going to write it. I'm going to no. write it.
1: Well, good. You can do that. But... And then Kermit traveled time with his friend Bunsen Honeydew. Yes. You look like Bunsen Honeydew that haircut.
0: No, I... Or should I, say
1: lack of hair.
0: I'm just—I'm not bald. I'm too tall for my hair.
1: So Miss Piggy has a lot of talents, and I would like to talk about that. Seeing as you insist on bashing her this entire I'm not episode, bashing her, I'm
0: just pointing out that I don't like her behavior.
1: Miss Piggy considers herself a dramatic actress and a great singer, She's which dramatic, she is, right? and she has other talents besides she is a karate. Good singer,
0: way better than Mindy Kaling.
1: This is true. It has been proven that Miss Piggy can play a few instruments, such as the trumpet and kazoo. And we all know how difficult it is to play the kazoo.
0: We almost played uh, Whippet at our uh, at our wedding on the kazoo, but I forgot all the kazoos.
1: I, there's a joke about whippets in there somewhere, I know. But anyways, um, she proves to be great at bending metal bars. For example, in The Great Muppet Caper, she bent back the jail bars, and in The Muppets Take Manhattan, she was able to bend a metal bar. I like to go to the bar. As shown in The Great Muppet Caper, Miss Piggy also has the ability to model, tap dance, swim, drive a truck, and ride a motorcycle.
0: Yeah, no, she does have a lot of talent. She, she there's exa- a reason she why she's, like, number do, two. And, and, I
1: mean, she's very personable in the sense that she has a hit talk show.
0: I was going to say, there's a Late reason why she has her own show. Like
1: She has all of these famous friends who want to be on her show and want to do stuff with her. And famous
0: enemies that uh, she wants on the show, like uh, Christina Applegate. And uh, who is the other one? Michelle Williams? Not Michelle Williams. Elizabeth, Elizabeth Banks. Elizabeth Banks. Not to be confused with... Uh, uh, Carl Banks, who was the linebacker. But uh, yeah, like she's got, you know, and I think that's you know just been their uh, their mo. Like everybody wants to hang with the Muppets. Everybody wants to be well. Part I mean, like, the th- but this show. is they
1: always say like this go, dates back to the seventies when the Muppet show aired. Like the Muppets are just fucking cool.
0: Yeah, everybody like wants... Like, they're
1: really fucking cool, and everyone wants to be associated with the Muppets. I mean, who doesn't? I do. I yeah. want to
0: be a Muppet. I would hang out with the Muppets. Will Mouse would hang out with the Muppets.
1: But, you know, Miss Piggy is so iconic because she's so different from the other Muppets. She's definitely way more fabulous than any of the other Muppets.
0: I think she's gotten more of a, a story arc and more of it, like, as far as, like, you were saying earlier, like, a, a, a character uh, arc... You know she's she's had a character arc. Like her and Kermit are really the only two. Um, Fozzie's kind of stayed sedentary. Statler and Waldorf haven't changed in fifty years. Right,
1: they're still doing the same act that they've been doing, which works for them. By the way, animal. You know, you see Statler and Waldorf, and you know what you're going to get. You know, Kermit and Miss Piggy, they're a little more um, multi-dimensional
0: yeah and i think it's because they play such different roles for the show and that's
1: why i think they were so good together because they were you know a very multi-dimensional characters but b they're kind of yin and yang for each other
0: they complemented each other
1: piggy got kermit to kind of think out of the box a little bit more got him to think a little bit grander got him to uh gave him the confidence to do Things that he wouldn't necessarily have gone out and done on his own, and mm. Kermit kept Piggy grounded. You know, he as much as he could. He, you know, got her to consider others. Not saying that she was an inconsiderate person, an inconsiderate pig, um, but you know, just kind of got her to kind of get out of her own head a little
0: bit. And that, you know, with them being separated she's really reverted back to...
1: well, But so hasn't he.
0: Yeah, he's a little more introverted uh, and he doesn't...
1: uh, I'm really hoping that we see the day that they reconcile and get back together because I think they're fantastic together. That's how I say.
0: I keep saying it. I think it's going to happen.
1: I think they, you know, sometimes you have two people and, you know, even though they're not super similar like you know uh, on on the surface you don't see how those two people can be together belong together
0: like Fred and Wilma
1: they belong together there's something there there's there's this chemistry this connection that goes deeper than the surface and these two characters definitely have it you know Kermit being the more you know Grounded, um,
0: pragmatic
1: character. Yeah, you know, and and Piggy being the one with these grand dreams, like they kind of keep each other leveled out for the most part.
0: Yeah, he's definitely got less of an ego, and she has enough ego for like at least everyone three in the room or four combined. Other people, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and where he is, okay, you know, like we talked about last week, he's like, this is this is what we could do, and this is realistic. She's like well, I want this to happen, like, make it happen. And it's like, well, that's going to be really difficult.
1: I mean, she's a she's a dreamer. And, you know, I know Kermit sings a song about dreamers, mm-hmm. and, and, and he kind of is in his own right, but she really gets out there, and she has big dreams. Big dreams of stardom, big dreams of everyone knowing her name, big dreams of, you know making a name for herself and for the Muppets and, you know, wanting to go to Hollywood and do things. And, you know, a, a Kermit would not be as successful as he is without her.
0: And I think vice versa, because I think that uh, she would have... Uh, she's abrasive when it comes to people. And, like, there's certain, there are certain people who can handle her and her daily uh, histrionics... I think there's only two people who can who can really do it, and it's uh, Kermit and to a lesser extent Uncle Deadly. Like he's done a, a pretty good job as her assistant uh, because he doesn't take crap from her. Like he makes sure that he he tries to ground her as best as he can, but uh, doesn't always happen. So, I mean, I mean that's deadly, but...
1: But I mean, and that's kind of, you know, Miss Piggy in, in a nutshell. Like, it's so difficult to... I mean, there's, there's decades upon decades of character development with these characters, and one thing about the Muppets is, you know, we talked about it a little bit last week is the longevity that they've had and they kind of go away a little bit mm-hmm. like you won't hear any muppet stuff i mean you know those who love the muppets you know embrace the muppets watch the muppets all the time but you know as far as as pop culture and stuff goes you know the muppets kind of fade into the background for a little bit uh and then they come out with something on a new movie a new tv show they you know do a television commercial or something and all of a sudden they're in the forefront again and it reminds people of how much they love them like oh yeah the muppets i love the muppets
0: and the writing is still really good it's still really really funny like that's well, never and they've, changed they've
1: made a, a they've adjusted it so they've taken these characters and you know kept these characters in their core you know, they, they've stayed true to these characters, but they've evolved this, these characters, you know, to kind of flow with the times and change with the times. So the humor is still there. This humor is still the same humor that you expect from the Muppets, but it's just evolved slightly. You know, it's, uh, it's, it's more current, you know, they, um, make fun of the 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 different technologies and stuff that they especially like in the muppets now series you know make fun of the different technologies and stuff that they're trying to use to you know bring the muppets into the whatever century this is right now so boys for the present time yes boys for the present time
0: yeah it's it's they've um the 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 humor is still there. It's still the same humor that they've always had. It's, like, it's
1: still the bones of the Muppets. It's just the, you know, fleshy parts have changed a it's little the, bit. It's
0: the delivery, the sharp wit, all that stuff. And it, now it's, um, it's just updated for the times that uh, in which we're living. So,
1: And which is great because it's introducing a new generation to the Muppets. You know, like these younger kids are like, oh my God, the Muppets. And it's like, well, if you like this... Wait till I show you the Muppet show, you know, like the stuff that we grew up. It's not quite a mop,
0: and it's not quite a puppet.
1: Yeah, the stuff that we grew up with. So, you know, again, which contributes to the longevity of these characters. I think we're going to see the Muppets around for another 50 years, as long as they can find people to voice these characters and do a good job representing these characters. I think we're going to see, I mean, especially Jim Henson's Creature Shop, it's timeless at this point.
0: Yeah, and, you know, technology is just going to get better uh, when it comes to, like, what you can do and, like, what situations you can put the Muppets in. Because I remember, like, Old Sesame Street, and it was like, okay, this guy's on this side of the wall, and that guy's on I that mean, side of the wall. I mean, we
1: have fully animatronic Muppets. Look at the child in, or Grogu. Or Grogu still the stupid it's okay so grogu is kind of growing on me but i still think it's just a fucking stupid right groger like that's just so stupid anyways but look at the muppet the child in the mandalorian it's a fully animatronic you know you don't have to puppeteer it muppet
0: yeah like it uh- BB-8 is another one. Like, you could do these—I know he's not a Muppet, he's a droid, it, it, well, yeah, but, but yeah, you could yeah, use I mean, it's a similar saying, like, technology to get these guys to move. different, though.
1: Like, the fact that they have this, you know, fully animatronic, you know, it's—ultimately, uh, it's it's, ultimately, it's Yoda.
0: Salacious Crumb. It's
1: Yoda without the puppetry, which is just mind-blowing if you think about it. I mean, and the fact that they're able to capture all of these little isms that these characters have, you know, the the change in eye shape, you know, like the, the, you know, stare, like the mouth movement, all of these little things, you know, him eating a cookie, like things that, you know, you know how it works with a puppet, but the fact that, you know, they're able to, and they can do more. Yeah,
0: they, they do a create, lot with. They
1: can create more facial movements. They can make it more realistic.
0: People can pick him up and hold him, and he can still move and look at them while they're he's being I, held. That's
1: why. Oh God, what's his? Werner Herzog
0: show me the child
1: you know he had no clue what this thing was or what it was supposed to do but he said that when he interacted like when he saw the child and interacted with it he wanted to cry I would like to
2: see the baby
1: seeing it inflict these emotions because it was so lifelike
2: yes Baby hugging is a complicated profession.
1: (laughs) And, you know, I think we're seeing that a little bit with the Muppets. I mean, not to that extent, because there are so many Muppets involved in these shows. Like, obviously, it's easier for them to say, okay, this is this one character. We're going to focus on making this one character like this. You know, so I don't think you're going to see a horde of Muppets being all animatronic. But I wouldn't be surprised if you see some of these mate like a Kermit or a Miss Piggy or Fozzy, you know, some of these main Muppets becoming more animatronic.
0: See, I think they would do it more for uh for uh background I mean, characters. Or
1: maybe they don't do that and try to, you know, maintain and preserve the art of puppetry. Or Muppetry, if you will.
0: Yeah, you you're a Muppeteer. If you're uh,
1: You know, like I mean it's cool that we have the ability to uh, do all of these technological things, but at the same time, you know, some t- preserving some of these art forms is important.
0: Yeah, I don't think we'll ever see uh, fully animatronic uh, main characters, honestly. I think that, you know, we might see some of the stuff in the background, uh, you know, maybe like a Statler and Waldorf because they're always sitting in the chairs heckling people, maybe. But I think when it comes to... um. Kermit and piggy and all that like you have to have them be able to react and, and well, emote fast.
1: Well, and that's you know, there's not only that, but typically the person who voices these muppets or is also the puppeteer. Yeah. So you have this person who's really embodying the Muppet entirely and can like you just said react in a in an appropriate and timely manner but can really control all the different characteristics and isms of these characters
0: especially when you have a character like it's different operating a remote control than it is having that literal physical connection to the character that you're uh you're operating like you know having somebody you know, do the remote control. It's like, yeah, maybe you use you do the mo- remote control over and over and over again, and you're doing that a lot, but you're not living as the character. Well, and
1: that's the thing. You know, you have these puppeteers who are like, yeah, so I know that when Miss Piggy does this, my, my, my pinky goes like this, and that raises her eyelids like this, and then I talk like this, and and you know, it's it's a whole it's a whole thing. Yeah, it's it's almost like you know when you have somebody replace a character. In a show, so it's not something that something that happens super often anymore. But it used to, like a while ago, almost like soap operas, where they're like, you know, the character of Ashley is now portrayed by, oh,
0: you know, James Rhodes in Iron Man.
1: Yeah, but I mean that. Uh... That worked out for the best.
0: Right, but, it's but, still, but it was still you know, a jarring But change. what I'm saying,
1: though, is that you know, when you're with a character for so long and you know what to expect from this character and that character is no longer presenting as that character, if that makes any sense at all.
0: Yeah, no, it, it does. Because like what we've been saying last week and what we said this week, there's an intimacy between puppeteer and puppet. And, you know, you get this uh familiarity with your it's like any other tool of the trade like you know or watching you know like oh this is the you know the sword that I always fight with and you know I'm a great swordsman and like and the reason why I'm such a great swordsman is because this is my sword I've been training with it for 15 years and you know I only use this sword all the time like that's that's you know what you get like with the puppet like if you're used to this this is what you, uh, you know, you're you're familiar and intimate with. So that's how you're going to end up, um, you know, making your mark and, and continuing to make your mark. And if somebody else just comes in to try to replace you, like it's not the same because they don't have that same history and that same familiarity or intimacy as you have with your your puppet that you've been, you know, it's weird to say intimate with a puppet, but you know, you've been intimate with this puppet. For Some many, people many get years. intimate
1: with puppets.
0: Yeah, and as I talked about earlier, that's not something that I'm interested in. But, you know, you know what I'm saying, like you have to be able to um to kind of lose yourself in the role. It's almost like, you know, very extreme method acting because it's not just, you know, becoming the uh the puppet and, you know, doing a voice. It's like you have to be like you have to emote through your 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 two hands, like you have to show emotion that way, and it's very uh, very difficult. But, um, I I uh, I find muppeteering to be uh, a very fine art, and I think you know these folks should get a lot more credit than they do, especially like we said earlier, like there's been such a huge turnover in the in the industry because these characters have been around for so long and people expect their characters to look and sound a certain way. And, you know, if they don't, you know, it kind of loses a bit of the mystique and a little bit of the magic. So, you know, it's nice to see that, uh, they've maintained some of that consistency over the years with all these different actors. Yep. Thank you. That was uh very, uh, very informative and helpful. You're welcome. So, I think this is probably a good spot to uh, to wrap up this conversation. And we will uh, take a quick break. When we come back, we'll give you uh, a new battle. And more ASMR. Battle results. No ASMR. ASMR? Uh, And when we come back, we'll give you uh, battle results. No ASMR.
2: Greetings, weary adventurer. Do you have a taste for the exotic? Do regular snacks no longer provide the thrill ye seek? Would ye rather eat a cod piece than another boring candy bar? Then it's time for ye to sink your teeth into mythical meats' exotic game sticks. Mythical Meats offers a wide variety of exotic flavors based on creatures of legend to give ye a snack experience of epic proportions. Like it hot? Try the Spicy Creatures Sample Pack, featuring dragon, chupacabra, and werewolf. More in the mood for something a bit milder? Try the Creatures of the Sky Sample Pack, with Pegasus, Griffin, and Phoenix. Can't decide on which one you want? Why not try the Exotic Flavor Sample Pack, featuring all ten flavors, so you can find your favorite. Go to mythicalmeats.com to see the full selection of flavors and place your order. All orders over $49 get free two-day shipping. Mythical Meats exotic game snack sticks. So good, they're legendary. Hi, my name is Kurando Mitsutake, director of Gun, Woman, and the Kill. And you're listening to the Throwdown Thursday podcast.
3: Hi-ho, I'm Kermit the Frog. And, yeah, I mean, naturally, I'm We're... definitely not Kermit the Frog. I'm Miss Biggie. That's right. And we are here to do the Wired Complete interview. So hit it. Autocorrect. No. Interview. Auto-complete. Wired, Auto-... Autocomplete. Autocomplete. I think this whole thing needs to be autocompleted for us. You... Yeah, I know. Here we go. This is under the section, Who Kermit the Frog? All right. That's, that's... And the first question is: Yeah, who's Kermit the Frog? Uh, me, me, me. Uh, yeah. He's an amphibian named Kermit. I... Okay, on to the next one. Who are Kermit the Frog parents? Okay. Uh, who are my parents? Are Ma and Pa Frog? My Ma, I called her Ma, and my Pa, I called him Pa. Huh. It's fascinating.
0: And we have returned. Again, a little uh, updated Muppet stuff for you. So, you know, the first first break we played some older Muppet stuff, and here's some newer stuff. You know, answering Wired's most uh, asked question on the Internet, so I wanted to go with that one. I thought it was pretty funny. Um, But we have some battle results for you. Ashes, what do you have for battle results? It's very unsurprising, I think.
1: So last week we threw down Welcome to the Muppet Dome. Four Muppets enter, one Muppet leaves. Which Muppet has what it takes to best the other Muppets and be the last Muppet standing? Post-apocalyptic gladiator battle, the sandbox was the Thunderdome. And you could choose from Sweetums, Thog, Junior Gorg, or Big Mean Carl. And it was unanimous on the Facebooks and a pretty, it wasn't really close, but um, it was uh it wasn't unanimous either. I'm looking for a word and I can't find it, so I'm just going to give you the results.
0: A world record setting landslide victory. <laughs>
1: Bigly. Um, it was Sweetums.
0: Like, by a fucking country mile.
1: Sweetums, the. Only one to get votes on the Facebooks and it came down to Sweetums and Junior Gorg so unanimous on the Twitters. On Facebook. This was a unanimous on Facebook, but yeah. I was looking for a word to describe what happened on Twitter because it wasn't like a blowout, because usually a blowout is like when one person just like gets all of the votes and like
3: a lot nobody of else.
1: Uh, But Junior Gorg, you know, he 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 fared pretty well on the Twitters, but you know, it was a decisive
0: victory, but uh, it was close. Sweetums, yeah. Sweetums is the best.
1: By the way, I want a Sweetums. I want like a life-size pillow, body pillow Sweetums.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I think that uh... you know what they don't have a shark muppet market sharp muppet.
1: What? I don't know. I was thinking. Are you even Englishing anymore?
0: No, probably not. I word good. (laughs) Detail English? That's impossible. So yeah, that's uh, that's the battle results. I am very much unsurprised by uh, by that because uh, I think he was uh, head and shoulders above everyone else, literally and figuratively. Um, but. we have some fun stuff coming up for you in the next couple of weeks. We have a couple of uh, really interesting shows. Uh, we actually have one that's going to be uh, maybe end up going up on YouTube as well because we have uh, a bunch of guests, but we have um, we have uh, a show next week where we're going to be interviewing a very interesting person, and uh, I hope you guys tune into that. Obviously, we'll give more details, but just in case uh, things fall through, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't wanna say everything yet. But we also have uh an updated uh,
1: Can you uh, say uh one more time, please? Um
0: uh, Um uh, But uh yeah uh mm-hmm. uh We will be That's
1: not obnoxious at all.
0: You must be new to this show. Uh, we don't do obnoxious anything. I don't know what you're talking about. So oh, that's as opposed to you clanking your friggin' wine glass. That maybe. is
1: ASMR, okay? Yeah, a
0: stupid motherfucking radio thing. It's supposed radio to be thing.
1: soothing.
0: It's not soothing. Are you
1: feeling soothed now? Do I sound
0: soothed? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, we are going to be, uh, whether or not we do it next week or the week after, but we're going to have uh, we have a bunch of guests coming on. To discuss some theories and predictions for Godzilla versus Kong versus Godzilla versus Kong versus the humans.
1: The answer is Mothra.
0: Why did you say that name? Um, yeah, I said um again. You know why? Just to piss you off. <laughs> well, that's what we got coming up the next couple of weeks. We have uh, an interview with. Uh, A pretty cool person. And then we have some awesome uh, King Kong Godzilla Kaiju battle stuff. We have some great guests for that show.
1: We're also working on putting together our 250th episode. We'll be live. So stay tuned for more information about that. And we're working on Patreon stuff. Finally. Yes.
0: Yes. You can uh, support us for... uh, as little as a dollar or as much as 15,000 a month
1: for as for as little as a dollar a month you too can support a podcaster In the arms <laughs> of the angel. so Okay, yeah, no, no, no. I'd like to fly away from here right about I now. Will,
0: uh, I will definitely be singing that song every time someone can... Tri- no, I won't.
1: No, you won't.
0: <laughs> Actually, give me a dollar to not sing that yeah, song.
1: Okay. I will give you a dollar to not <laughs> sing that song. But so yeah, we f- have a lot of really fun stuff coming up in the works, so stay tuned for more information about great, that. Yeah, it's going to be... Great guests, great subject matter. Yeah, we're we're working on a bunch of stuff. we got a lot of feelers out there.
0: Feelers. Uh, Feelers. Who did we say we're going to invite onto the show? Dave Grohl. Uh, Dave
1: Grohl, yeah, we're going to reach out to Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl is going to
0: be on the show. Uh, He's going to talk Godzilla with us. I mean, fuck it. I'll ask him. I don't care.
1: Dave Grohl, what's up? What you doing? Want to come on my podcast? Talk about stuff?
0: Yeah, like that would be great. Like,
1: Talk about some characters with Dave. I bet Dave Grohl has some like really interesting and oh, cool, cool characters that he would he's, want to talk about. He, he is a Muppet. I mean, yeah, he is a. He, this is true. He is a Muppet. Yeah, he's the drummer for the Muppets. And he
0: just in the last episode we watched, he had a big drum battle with Animal, mm. which is pretty awesome. So we'll have to ask him about that when he comes on the show next week. Uh, guest subject to change. So <laughs> we will. Uh, We will keep you informed of what's going on. There's a lot of stuff going on with the other shows as well. We are interviewing uh, lots of different writers and uh, some cool people on Shark Bites. And we have some great stuff going on on The Loudest Sports Show and Indie Creator Spotlight. And uh, what's the other 27 shows I do? Oh, uh, The East Meets the West, if you've never seen a Shaw Brothers Kung Fu film or a uh, spaghetti western. Check out East Meets the West, also on the Dorkening Network. Uh, our good friend, uh, happy birthday, Justin Cooper uh, of Geek Life HQ, who also just joined the network. Uh, it's Coop's uh, birthday today.
1: Why are you yelling?
0: Because I want to make sure Coop can hear me. He's all the way in, like, fucking Illinois. So it's it's far. So happy birthday, Coop. Uh, we didn't forget about you. We remembered about you. That's what we did. So I think with... Uh, <laughs> With that being said, Um, we will uh, uh, see see you you uh, next Thursday. Oh, my God. Just say it. Thursday.
3: Thursday.
0: We will see see you next next Thursday.
3: Thursday. (laughs) Do I have to do this? Yes, yes, you do, Sammy. That is a bet. All right. Um, Let's see. I am proud to introduce one of the great names in popular music, one of my all-time favorites. Elton John. Uh, and? Oh. Uh, all right. Um, <laughs> all right.
2: There's a wonderful lady that uh, I've always wanted to work with and sing with. So will you please give a great reception to the fantastic
3: Miss Piggy! Oh, oh, oh. oh thank you. listen, listen, listen to you all. Oh, Elton, have you been waiting it seems like an eternity. Oh, of course <laughs> it does. Ready? Mm-hmm. Don't go breaking my heart. I told him if I tried.